Hello and welcome to the second episode of our podcast, Teen Drama for a Mama. I'm Danny and I'm Tay Tay. Okay, we're going to start this episode with season one, episode five of Dawson's Creek, which is called Hurricane. Directed by dun, Lou dun, Antonio, dun. written by the creator Kevin Williamson and Dana Barada. So they start out watching the movie Twister, and an interesting fact I read was that they used to, they originally had named all these episodes with movie titles. Um, so this one was oh, called Blown Away. Okay. But they abandoned that. They okay. Gave them cool names like Hurricane. So they're watching Twister, and they find out school's canceled because of the impending hurricane. They start every episode of this season with Dawson and Joey watching a film. And it's killing me because I'm trying to figure out what these films are, and I just can't because they show the last scene. But this one, they actually said they're watching Twister. And it's kind of an intro of Dawson and Joey talking about their relationship. And I feel like it's, it's like, like trying to be foreshadowing of what's going to happen in that episode. Yeah, and then Dawson's, like, trying to deal with his mom cheating, and Joey's like, fasten your seatbelt, Dawson. It's going to be a bumpy life. Because he's had that much turmoil so far, right? And then we see um, uh, Joey was hiding in the closet during his big fight. Um, And because... Oh, yeah, later in the episode when he the parents are having a big fight, Dawson's having a big fight about yeah, yeah, cheating, yeah, yeah, yeah. we see Joey is hiding in his closet. Oh, yeah. She wants to regress and play like they did when they were kids and play yeah. dolls. And he's like, we're, we're not kids anymore, Joey. Yeah. And then Dawson ends up going off on Joey, too, because he's just taking out his frustration on the whole Gail Mitch cheating thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gail mentions that the woman doesn't get the hurricane coverage because it's the patriarchy and that always goes to the man. All the and then at the end, we Dawson and Joey don't see too much of each other this episode. She's mostly sulking up in Dawson's room. And then at the end, he finally admits he's been insensitive and, you know, treated her bad. Because he's still mad at her at this point because she didn't tell him that she knew about Gail's affair. Right, right. And so finally he realizes that, like, he, he was being a bad friend and he promises to be a friend worthy of, worthy of her by the end. Is this, of this after she schools him with the dead mom comment? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joey gets to play... Your mom's not dead, Dawson! I said Joey gets to play the mother card whenever she wants. Yeah. My parents did this. At least they're not dead. Joey says, you make a lot of mistakes in life, but now that her mom is gone, she can't remember a single mistake her mom ever made. Yeah. And then it's like kind of funny that like Joey's feeling really bad all of a sudden. Is it just because of Dawson being mean to her and like saying their friendship's over? Because remember the whole episode during the hurricane, she's just skulking yeah. around up in his room and stuff. And then I it, think you know I think you I think she wants to back. go back to the childhood when her mom was alive and everything. Because if yeah. you realize this is only her mom's only been dead like a two couple years. years. Yeah. Um, I think also it's taking her back to how her mom felt when her dad was cheating on her all the time. Right. So she's like, oh God, I remember right. what it was like to be Dawson exactly. going through this right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. And then at the end of the episode, they end up going into the closet to play Jaws at the end, and it's yeah. pretty sweet. Wait, 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 what was the line? Sheriff Brody, that's a 20-footer. <laughs> it's got a little dream, dream on Dawson. Dream on Dawson. 
Um, Mitch, Mitch seems to be worried about Bob doing the hurricane. I know! Poor Mitch, man. <laughs> Mitch will be fine. Dawson says how great Mitch is. So... Mitch is even more idealized in Dawson's life now. It's let's like go back to, to... his cheating mother. Yeah, let's go back to Gail and Dawson in the kitchen when she realizes that Dawson knows that she's having this affair, you know? Mm-hmm. They're talking and then all she just says is, oh boy... Oh, oh yeah. Boy. Oh my god. Like, you should be. She's a freaking journalist. Yeah. And that's all she can come up with. Oh boy. Mm, this is bad. Let's just cut to the chase, man. They're having a major hurricane, and everybody decides to hunker down at Dawson's yeah. house. Yeah. Who lives on the waterfront? Yeah. On the waterfront. Yeah. Graham's, Graham's and Jen have to come over. Bessie and Bodie and Joey come over. How do they freaking get there? Yeah. Are they in the rowboat? Because the only time I've ever seen them go to no, her go no. to Dawson's house, the fastest way is on the rowboat. rowboat. Yeah. So they all could the hurricane jump convene. in the water. And then, then we get the whole family dynamic of Graham's being judgmental on Bessie and Bodie. Yeah. Children yeah. shouldn't raise children. This child will be identified as different because it's interracial right yeah and then she's just worried about the circumcision grams racist ass does says she doesn't know if the baby's gonna be black or white we don't know when this baby's coming or if it's gonna be black or white like oh oh, my god i'm pretty sure we know what color is now she races it's just a whore sleeping with everybody in town grams has cemented her role as both a prude and a bigot in this episode However, then towards the end, she becomes a shoulder for Dawson to cry on. Yeah. Quote with her famous quoting line: "If you want the rainbow, you gotta put up with a lot of rain." Yeah, I'm like, I'm taking no advice from you, you racist ass bitch. <laughs> Gail and Joey have a heart to heart also, and Gail says she's being selfish in ending it. And then Gail, because Joey walks in on Gail. Fucking love oh, chatting with oh Bob again. And then she's got a house full of guests. Yes. And she's all like in the basement or something, like talking yeah. about smooching with Bob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so gross. Yeah, it's it Paul. It's Mitch must be a real dumb fuck to Dawson finds her doing it and he's like, You get the scarlet letter A on yeah. your chest. <laughs> Esther. <laughs> Classic high school literature. <laughs> Then, do we want to? Oh yeah, then Gail's trying to explain herself, and Dawson has to correct her grammar. It's like Bob and I. Yeah, Bob. I was like, she's a f- journalist. <laughs> yeah. I guess she's really just reading a script. Like that's yeah. why you're not covering the hurricane. That's why you're not Barbara Walters or Diane Sawyer. That's why Bob's covering her hurricane, not the glass ceiling. I love how she says she has this life planned out for herself where she was going to be Diane Sawyer or Barbara Walters. Oh, I know. But I'd settle for Jenny Jones or Sally Jesse. I'm like, this is not the same league in any way, shape, or form. Oh, Gail. And then um, we... So you just want to be famous. We see Jen defending Gail, and then Dawson's like, it makes sense. You're both whores. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dawson describes his parents as adolescents humping like crazy all over the place. He's not wrong. Um, she she's gonna have this conversation where she tells Mitch about you know the affair, 
And then Dawson's like, I'm going to leave. She's like, no, you need to stay for this. You absolutely that is do not need to. Yes, I don't <laughs> Can we get to that conversation now? Because yes. that is the meat of the episode. Yes, yeah, and it just... is amazing. <laughs> she says, if I was Mitch, I would be mad that Dawson found out first. Yeah, yeah. Mitch is like the only one who's clueless. Yeah. And then she's given this sappy song about how she gave up on her career. And she tells Mitch she's been cheating on him for 62 days. No, not she doesn't say I've been cheating on you. She says, every time I haven't been around you, I've been out to dinner late, I've been leaving work early, I've been having sex with another man. I'm like... Pretty graphic, Gail. Yeah, I've been having sex for 62 days. <laughs> like, you could have been like, I've been having an affair. There was a much more couth way to say all of that. But now we see Mitch has the same look Dawson had in the last episode. That serial killer Blake Gail. <laughs> Mitch hulks the fuck out. I thought his clothes were going to burst at the scene. I was like, I can see his shirt bursting right now. He goes full on Hulk mode. And Mitch is is channeling all of his acting chops. And he destroys his diorama. This is the best scene he's ever gotten or will get in the show. Yeah. (laughs) And then he starts babbling about batteries for flashlights. Also, consider the type of person, personality that Mitch has. To tell him this in front of somebody is also a blow to his ego. So you're embarrassing him on top of, how's he supposed to react? He's got it, you know, like... This wasn't set up to have a conversation between the two of you, you know? Then then he goes, he yells at Gail, do not cry. I was like, shit just got real and kicked out. <laughs> Mitch heads out to the car to stew. <laughs> Gail runs out in the rain to seek forgiveness. And Mitch guesses that it's Bob. Wow, Mitch, perceptive. How does Gail, with all the fucking she's doing, keep that hair up? Like, yeah. does she just keep an aquanet in her purse? Yeah. Like, after, after Even in the hurricane, the hair was just like, boing. I mean, after the banging, she's just like, shh, shh. Listen, I thought Mitch was going to forgive her when he went into this mm. poignant story about how quickly he made the decision to fall in love with her 20 years ago. Yeah. Then he he pivots so on the her. Yeah. After 20 years. I can take that decision back just as quickly. And he's like, get out of the car before I remove you from it. <laughs> I was like, what the hell did Gail expect, ma'am? I know, man. Yeah. And then, okay, then, then Gail gets out of the car, and then, boom, he speed, he peels yeah. out of the yard, leaving huge rocks. I was like, yeah, finally, finally, we got the rocks in the yard. Next Those scene, babies ain't going away. Next scene, they were gone. <laughs> Next episode, no rats in the yard. Those babies are there for months, man. Okay. When Mitch comes home after the storm, he actually pulls into the front yard, and we actually get a glimpse of some semblance of a driveway. I noticed that. I was like, is that the road, or is that actually a part of a driveway? I'm more obsessed with the driveway than Me Mitch too. and Gail's 20-year marriage. Me too. Apart. I can't figure this out. Mitch's life is all sex. I want to go to North Carolina to see that house just to see if it really doesn't have a drive. Yes. Mitch's life to this point is his relationship with Gil is all about sex, right? Yeah. So if he doesn't have that, like, what does he have? That's why he's totally shattered, you know? Right. He thought that was like the meat of their relationship. That's what was the glue that held them together through everything. And now she's... They don't have much of a mental connection. I mean... You know, yeah, it's Mitch and Gail. I mean, yeah. 
And so then, after he comes back, Gail, they're sitting on the porch together, right? And that's when Gail talks about why she did it. Oh, yeah. For no reason. No yeah. Reason. I was bored. You're really not going to like this, bitch. You're really not going to like this. I was just bored. My life was too perfect. I needed exactly. to liven it up a little bit. Oh, God. Okay, I have some things to say about Mitch, if you're done. Oh, yeah, I'm done with that okay we need to talk about mitch's restaurant because i paused and zoomed in on this diorama i got something i got some questions man okay first of all i want to start off by saying mitch's head to body ratio looks pretty proportionate in this episode i was like oh okay for some reason his head doesn't look so tiny here okay um is it in an aquarium or is it just aquarium theme? There's giant kelp all through it. There's a giant brass scuba head. And there's also tinier scuba heads. So are the scuba... There's no tables. So are the scuba heads where you eat? Or Maybe they just fill the scuba heads with food. Yeah. Or is it like you're submersed in water and you eat in the scuba head? Maybe Mitch should have spent more time on his relationship than less time on his diorama. Or they might not be scuba heads, they might be portals. But that wouldn't make sense because there's no windows in the restaurant. So maybe it's portals, but you're underwater, so you wouldn't need portals. I'm fa- I, I, I spent like half an hour studying this I, I just aquarium. totally blew over the aquarium restaurant. <laughs> there's the decor! There's giant green stripes all over the wall with giant blue waves coming up that looks like a middle schooler's diorama. Is it safe to assume this is a seafood restaurant? <laughs> it's called the kelp. Oh, Lord. Is it like a... Are they serving Krabby Patties in there? <laughs> it does look like Krabby Patties. Uh, do, do they eat in a giant pineapple? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I felt like... Hey, oh, yeah, this, I actually this is did. pre-SpongeBob now, so... Is it? Just... SpongeBob's been out for a long time. Really? Yeah. Were we in high school? Yeah. All right, we'll have to fact check that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I did only count about three tables in a bar in the whole restaurant. So, and then, after all this work, and he's pine-tuning, and then Bill's like, I'm having sex with another man. And Destroys his whole life's dream. Oh, yeah, well, I'm going to destroy my life's dream. Freaking your affair. Look what you made me do, Gail. Gail, you thought your life's dream of being Jenny Jones was over? Now my life's dream There's no over. kelp for me. <laughs> Newsflash, Mitch, you need Gail to pay for that restaurant, so maybe that's why he flipped it over upside down. Gail's not going to pay for this shit anymore. I got If anybody figures out what the fuck was going on with that restaurant, I'd love to know, man. It really took me down a rabbit hole. Okay. Can we get, can we move on to Pacey and t- Tamara yet? Okay, yep, we can. Okay, the next Tamara loves her a gay man. Wonderful part of this episode, man. She, Tamara loves a gay man. Yeah, she, she does. Pacey and Tamara. It's and this becomes basically um, a big 
a big really uh, evolution of their relationship. So we finally meet Pacey's brother Dougie, who's the town cop, yeah. who looks like a jacked up Rob Lowe. Yeah, he's, he's a, a good looking dude. dude. By the way, this guy should be the most eligible bachelor yes. in the town. He said he's like twenty four. Yes. He's a cop. He's super nice. He like he loves show tunes. Yeah, I come mean, on, ladies. Yeah. So he's got a very contentious <laughs> relationship with Pacey. He hey, keeps saying how Pacey. He can teach me how to Dougie. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, Pacey keeps calling him gay, and he keeps calling Pacey a screw up. They're all preparing for the hurricane, and Pacey goes to help Tamara. Okay, Tamara lives in a gorgeous beach house. But we find out later that she's divorced from an a investment, stock a stockbroker in New York. So it's like, okay, divorce money. That's yeah. how a teacher lives in a beach house. But then she's like, I hate storms. She's the damsel in distress again. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, I hate the storms. Uh, I, I do believe I, I have like, the Why did you buy a fucking beach house then? <laughs> Hello? Yeah. On the coast. Yeah. If you, if she, New York City wasn't big enough for the both of them. Yeah. Mm, okay, yeah. whatever. And so um, then they're helping her board up her beach house that's in Hurricane Alley. And um, Tamara asks, is acting super flirty with Doug. Yes. And she's dating his brother. Yes. Uh, yeah. I have no respect again. for Tamara. Yeah. Then Pacey tells her his brother's gay. And immediately, the first thing she does is... And he's like, my brother's gay. Nobody knows it. He's a cop. He doesn't want anybody to know. Like, granted, this is all a fabrication in Pacey's head, but he's just telling her. She doesn't know that. And then immediately starts talking to the brother like, I know. Well, you're gay. He's like, well, that was also about after a whole night's discussion of board games and show tunes. Yeah, 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 that's true. Although Pacey does try to sex her up right in front of his brother. I'm like, hello, he's a freaking cop. Yeah. You're doing something illegal. Yeah, yeah. Then they play the if game, which is like the most benign juvenile game. If you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Yeah. I'm sorry to say, but Dougie would be eating cucumbers. <laughs> Maybe a pickle or two. <laughs> or hot dogs. <laughs> I thought cucumbers was funny. But... <laughs> and then, then Dougie's trying to sex up Teach too to prove he's not gay. Yeah. I think he'd have better luck with Mr. Gold. Maybe she could hook yeah. up with Mr. Gold. Let me... Let... Let me tell you how not surprised I was that when a cop got pissed off, he just pulled his gun, pulled a gun on a kid. Oh, dude, we're not up to that. Yet. Okay, that's a big, that's okay. huge. That's at the end of my thing. Okay. Okay, so hit um, Dougie and Teach bond over West Side Story. Right. Now we pretty much know Dougie's gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> and then they can't shut up about musicals. Tamara loves gay guys, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like that's the only pe- women probably hate her because she's such a slut yep, bag. Yeah. So she loves the gay and guys. And she can flirt with them indiscriminately because they won't. There's no sexual right. attraction there. Yeah. Foreshadowed to Jen and her future gay, oh, gay bestie. Oh yeah. Anyway, sluts love gay guys. We just figured that out. Yeah. On the show. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Maybe Kevin Williamson knew that. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then, then Dougie asks her out, and she says he's probably too old for him. He's 24. She's the original cougar before cougars existed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's 24, or he's 24, and she's 36, 
Because a 10-year age gap between a woman, an older woman, and a man is just... I'm betting... And then she says, well, it's not really a date because you're gay. And then Dougie gets pissed that Pacey outed him. And she's like, oh, no, it's, I just have gay, gay, gaydar. And that's when Dougie pulls the fucking yeah. gun on Pacey. Jesus. He pulls a gun. He should not, he's not, he's no longer a cop he's at this point. He's psycho. He's a psychopath and his badge needs, Tamara needed to report that and his badge needed to be taken away because he obviously has no temperament to be a police then officer. Then after the storm, he goes, sorry about the gunplay. I'd still like to take you out. No, thanks. <laughs> Hard pass like, on that. Dude, bro, you're there's no way in hell a woman's gonna date no. you after you just pulled a gun on your baby bro. No, no. Oh my lord. No. And you're ten Poor years Casey. older than him. He's fifteen. Poor God, Casey. yeah, yeah. Then Pacey comes yeah. says some another speech that makes him speak as eloquently as a forty year old man, like I just know. brings it home. He again. comes back later to help yeah. her out and he's like, um, she, she, we find out she was married to an abusive stockbroker, and he wishes he could be older so he could date her in public. Yeah. Then yeah. he calls her out for dating, flirting with Deputy Doug. <laughs> yeah, then he lay, he lays laid on thick. He's like, I'm jealous of every man who's ever been in your sphere. Oh, my God. Like, God yeah. damn, Pacey, for a fuck up. Like, he's really good at laying it on thick. I know, yeah. And then he's like, if you could do one thing right, if the if game again, if you could do one thing right now, what would it be? I guess Tam would it'd be getting busy with Pacey. <laughs> oh. oh my! So then um, I am powerless to resist you, Pacey. Get in this room. And then I've got a little bit about Jen. How Jen's going to the hurricane? We find out Gramps is in the hospital again. That's an easy way for them to abandon him and yeah. go to Dawson's for the hurricane. Yeah. Then Dawson oh. is really avoiding Jen and being super cold because he just found out she was a big slut in New York. Right, right. And then um, then Jen tells her about like how she got taken advantage of by an old dude when she was 12. Yeah. And then she went on the pill and used condoms and had a pregnancy scare and just got blackout drunk all the time. And I was sexualized way too young. Kind of like what this TV show's doing. Yeah. Yeah. But at least they're like 18, yeah. 19, 20. And then she got caught having sex in, by her dad in his own oh bed. My God. His little girl. And the, she was immediately shipped to Graham's because he couldn't even look at her. <laughs> this sounds off to me. Like, where the hell were her parents when she was getting sexualized at age 12? Yeah. And then they blame her for it? Yeah, yeah. And she's getting blackout drunk, and that's like, yeah. the parents don't send her to rehab, they send her to Graham's house. Yeah, yeah. Who's already dealing with an ailing, yeah. dying man that she has to take care of. He's freaking comatose bedridden. Do you know how much work Gramps takes? Yeah. You gotta move him for bed sores, yeah. you gotta feed him, like, does he have a feeding tube? Right. Like, you can't just right. lay him in the room all day and ignore him. Yeah, does he have a colostomy bag? You have He's got to eat. He's yeah. got, like, to... Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's yeah. supposed to be, like, That's monitor. a full-time job for Grams, who looks like to be, like, around in her 60s herself. Yeah, you know? yeah. Now she's got to take care of this hooligan daughter and daughter, yeah. granddaughter that comes. Yeah. Like, Jen's parents are total assholes. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Because they abandon this young girl... 
They stuck her with Grams. They're not even helping Grams. Yeah. And we've never seen... We see him maybe twice in six seasons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, man. And then Jen... Um, just the, the way, way Jen, Jen speaks is so uh, eloquent. Oh, she's yeah, so yeah. good, man. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm not going to apologize for my past. And she wants Dawson to be a part of her new life. And then, of course, finally Dawson admits he's been unre his behavior has been unredeemable and that they're they're gonna have a take two. Yeah, yeah. And then he does the same thing with Joey. At least mm-hmm. Dawson overreacts and can't handle shit, but then he thinks about it a while and then he apologizes. But then I'll I'll, I'll give him that because he is fifteen and at that, that point yes. you really don't know how not to overreact to your emotions. Right. You know? Right. So I'm like that's probably realistic. Yeah, yeah. Like at least he redeems himself or you know recognizes that at some point. Yeah. And then I think we have a little bit about the Jen Joey friendship. They talk about Joey Dawson's unit. Joey's thought about it. Yeah. Dawson took his anger out for his mom on Jen. Oh yeah. Because yeah. they he saw them both as like kind of like yep. sluts, and he wants them to be virgins. Yeah. So he's at kind of a turning point in his life. Uh, that's I do want to give a quick shout out to the straight leg jeans. How I wish they would come back. Everybody, Joey always has straight leg jeans on, and I'm like, I want them. I miss them so much. Everybody looks stupid in skinny leg jeans. I want the fad to be over now. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Did I mention that they were sophomores? Cause Not I had, yet. Okay. No, well, in the film, in the class, they say he's the Pacey's a sophomore, and I want to correct myself because Tay Tay thought they were sophomores, and they are. Which I don't understand why there's this big turning point from freshman year to sophomore year because I thought when they're entering high school, maybe that's a big turning point. I also feel like they stay sophomores for two years. Me too, because uh they have four years in Uh high school. Uh uh That's why I was confused. Uh And two years in college. And Joey does say, well, we're starting high school or make some sort of comment like that. So it is a little... And is Pacey a year older than them? No, Pacey graduates with them. Yeah. Unless he got held back or something and nobody mentioned it, but... Yeah. That would have been a, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so we're on to season one, episode six. about the continuity now, Danielle. (laughs) Oops. It's Danny. Danny. We're going with my male version of my name in honor of Joey. So season one, episode six is called Baby. Oh, this is a doozy, too. Oh, yeah. Directed by Steve Miner, writers Kevin Williamson and John Herman Feldman. Okay, so we open up with Dawson and Joey again watching a movie, Saturday night movie, some black and white movie. Looks like some dude is at a um, an amusement park, maybe Coney Island or something, but I couldn't figure out where what movie it was. Um, and I couldn't figure out how that some, somehow related to the storyline. Was that the um, Drag Race movie? No, this one was the one where the guy was at the amusement park. Oh, I can figure it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then, oh, this was a classic scene. Joey, so Joey and Dawson are sitting on the bed watching this movie. It ends. Joey's like, yeah, I'm going to take off. Pan over to Jen sitting (laughs) awkwardly in a chair like the third wheel. I'm like, your boyfriend's on the bed with some other chair. Yes, yes. And then Jen is weirdly sitting in the chair in the corner. And then Joey makes an excuse to bail after one movie to go help Bessie. And then, oh, that's why Jen is there. Jen admits that she's intruded and feels like a third wheel and that she's leaving. Yeah. And can I say that there's a, I know what you did last summer poster on the wall right behind Joey. I'm like, good Lord, Kevin Williams, I get it. You made a fucking movie. Yes. (laughs) Stop shoving this piece of shit down my throat. (laughs) 
And Jen doesn't want to be in there alone with Dawson because of Graham's. Dawson name. sounds like every dude trying, trying to talk a girl into a three-way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's a catch-22 situation, so both girls bail. <laughs> Did I mention Graham's last episode had a nice heart-to-heart with Dawson? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I feel like Graham's somehow becomes a little bit more human in that last yes, episode. Yeah, Because she kind of... She used to like the pictures like Dawson, like Frank Capra, and the characters always got a second chance, and Graham starts to preach forgiveness and understanding. Yeah. Um, so I feel like she's a little bit more humanized, so yeah. she's going to make a change. Yeah, maybe she's like not looking at Dawson like the villain anymore because yeah. she's feeling empathetic towards him or sympathetic yeah. towards him, yeah. Okay, so then we get to Joey gets home. Bessie is super prego and miserable, and Joey's just getting, giving her sass, and then Bodie's like, after the baby comes, everything will calm down. I'm like, bullshit! Bro, that baby's going to be crying all the time, and Bessie's going to be even more of a bitch because yes. she's got no sleep. Yes. I was like, uh, yeah, hold on to your butts, Joey. It's going to get worse. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then um, and then they go. And then to, why does the sister not want the kid to be circumcised? Like, why is this like? Yeah, a, it's all like, oh, he's gonna hurt the baby and all this yeah. stuff. And Bodie's like, trust me, he needs circumcised. I yeah. Mean, you know what, ladies, go with the man on this. Yeah, yeah. Bodie's he's like, like, trust me, he's he gonna have a big old black dick. dick. He needs circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> too far. Too, too, too much. much. <laughs> If we're going to be doing that at 10 in the morning, we need to get some mimosas up in here. <laughs> um, so then um, they go, Jen is going into her. Jen says to Grams, like, as Grams sees that art calendar on Oh, the yeah. <laughs> She's the naked man. It's art calendar. Don't be apoplectic, Grams. I'm like, drinking game. <laughs> And then Graham oh, says, I love that word and I'm going to use it. And then Graham says, Jennifer, <laughs> another drink. <laughs> that, the one scene of Jen in her room for five minutes, I was wasted. <laughs> okay, then. Do we want to talk about. We either um, need to talk about PC or the birthing. I say I we do PC first. Yeah. Okay. He wants to go out on a real date with Tam- Tamara. Okay, okay, here's the thing. First of all, to Providence. First of all, he doesn't. He just rinses his hand with water after he pees. <laughs> no soap or anything. That's to great. Providence, where it's totally cool for a nineteen-year-old to be out. With oh yeah, thirty-five. You mean a fifteen-year-old? Yeah, fifteen-year-old to be out with a thirty-six-year-old woman. They don't care about that. Nobody's going to look at that. No, they're just going to think she's your mom. When I get my learner's permit, she's really going to fall for me then. I can drive her around then. When she doesn't have to sit on the handlebars of my bike. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. This is when so he's discussing Tamara in the bathroom. Okay. So he doesn't check. He does. Ahead of time. Oh. He doesn't check. He has this entire conversation with Dawson, and then he checks the stalls. He checks the stalls right before he mentions her name. Because he says you can't be too careful. I gotta rewatch that. He he does look under the stalls like midway through this whole convo. But he is talking about how he can't be seen in public with somebody because it's a very taboo and stuff. And then before, by the way, there's a stoner. Yeah. In the and you can't smell the cigarette sitting up on the toilet, so you can't see his legs. But I'm like, hello, he's 
been smoking. Yes, yeah. Whether it be cigarettes or joints, like it's probably just cigarettes. Yeah, probably cigarettes back then. But it's lit. Yes, I'm like they couldn't smell. You didn't the see smoke the smoke coming out of the top thing. And let me put a, uh, he's holding his breath during the whole conversation, and then he releases his breath with a big puff of smoke. That could be passed out on the floor. <laughs> like you cannot hold a hit of a cigarette or a joint for like. Five-minute conversation. Yes. No, I was like... Mm. Oh, so maybe that's why they didn't smell it. He was holding no, it. No, but it's still burning off of the oh. lit cigarette. Oh. Let me light a cigarette up in here oh. and tell me if you can that's smell true, it even if I'm not hitting it. Yeah, it's a burning stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this is how the rumor gets out that Pacey and Tamara are getting it on. Yeah. And, and it's, it's only illegal in 35 states, states though. <laughs> So, so then... Okay, um, Pacey, so here's what you have Oh, yeah, I love how we no, see no, the rumor actively getting spread by some girl whispering it to Pacey. <laughs> this is what Pacey has to do. He's got to take that bitch to Kentucky, and then they can be seen in public. It's legal there. Yeah, screw Providence, man. You know, a couple more states <laughs> over. Get on your, if you got your learner's permit, just yeah. keep going to Kentucky. Oh, yeah, girl whispers that the rumor in Pacey's ear, and then Pacey just gives the camera this... Lloyd look like dumb and dumber <laughs> dumb and dumber as fuck look like ma gang bird yeah I'm like, oh, why? Get that kid a better haircut, man. Oh, I know. Oh. So then Jen is the one that first tells Dawson about the rumor, and Dawson gives the yeah. rut-row look. Yeah. And then he tells Jen, he's like, I cannot tell a lie. Just act like you didn't ask me the question. Yeah, yeah. So he runs and tells Pacey so they can figure out what to do, and he's like, dude, just act like it's totally false and hold your head up high, and it'll just blow over and it's like, uh, yeah, when did that ever work? Yeah, and the kids are laughing at him. I'm like, the kids would be high-fiving that kid as he walked down the hallways. Yeah, the kids are laughing, pointing at him, making fun. Yeah. Like, he'd be getting high-fived by everyone. He didn't bang the old-ass librarian. Like, he's banging a hot chick. Yeah, and we enter into her class, and she's got her legs out again teaching. Yeah. I'm like, what's up with the short skirts and the legs? You yeah. don't dress like that in front of high school boys. Yeah. And the boys are totally making comments about... Sex and let me tell you, with, with the, the way, way she dresses, there would be rumors about her even if she weren't having sex with Pacey. Trust me. Right. You don't see a teacher dress like that and not right. make up some kind of shit. Yeah, that's true. She's uh-huh. asking for rumors. Yes. yes. And then Pacey comes in. <laughs> Look what she's wearing, Danielle. She's asking for it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Well, around a 15-year-old boy is different than around a grown-ass man. I know, no, I was, yeah. And you're a teacher. Yeah, you. And then they're like, Pacey comes in late, and they're like, oh, yeah, from resting up. And it's like, teach got to know something up mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So then, and then later, Pacey's skulking on the pier, and Joey comes out for a heart-to-heart, but does call him jailbait. Yeah. And then she tells him how she can sympathize, and then maybe this is the start of a Joey-Pacey friendship. friendship. Yeah. And then he's like, eh, you can't sympathize. And she's like, uh, everybody's been talking about me and behind my back for years because yeah, of my yeah. messed up family. And then Tamara finds out that Pacey spilled the beans and she's pissed at Pacey. Yeah, and the way she finds out they're like having another heart to heart. I'm like, if this rumor is going around, maybe not the time to be seen in public together, just like hanging out on the porch. Right. And then Tamara says, there's only one boundary that's pla- been placed on this relationship. You don't talk about what happens in Fight Club. <laughs> you 
broke the cardinal rule. Only now is Pacey realizing that she could actually get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's one rule of sex club. You don't talk about sex club. Yes. And then Dougie stops Pacey to blame him for yeah. making up a rumor. Like, yeah. hello, your brother just got raped that by a 35 year old woman. I wrote that same exact thing. Fuck your you, brother Dougie. just got raped. Fuck you, Dougie. Dougie. Yep, yep. Again. Yeah. And then the wheels of justice move fast in Cape Cod because they hold a fucking hearing like the, the same day yes. as the rumor. Yes, yeah. It could be the same day or the next day, but Tamara's already lawyered up. Yeah, yeah. And she gives Pacey the cold shoulder. He call, He approaches her in They're the They're having court. a town hall meeting. The cops the, haven't brought her in for questioning. Yeah. She would have been arrested yeah. or brought in for questioning so fast. Yeah. And um, they're holding this town hall meeting, or the school board. It's a school board meeting. Yes. They're holding this, and he wants to go up to her and talk to her, and he calls her Tammy. Come on, Tammy. I'm like, if this is going on, you don't approach your school teacher and call her Tammy. You're like, Miss Jacobs. By the way, this kid doesn't have representation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's Pacey's lawyer? Yeah, he's just blowing in the wind, and he comes in like, you're not in here yet. We're not calling you in here yet. And then he, of course... Is yeah. the savior and throws yeah. himself on the sword and says he made it up yeah. to get her out of hot water. Yeah. And then she is sort of grateful and then like speeds away in her red convertible. More divorce money. Yeah. Then after the hearing, here they are again, just kicking it out on her porch. Just exactly. like ch- old chums. And I'm like, this is why these rumors are started. Because you people can't stay away from each other. And then she looks Super fucking guilty skipping town the next day. She's oh, like, yeah. I am oh, yeah. out of here. Like, she, when she bought this beach house, lived in it for two months, flipped in, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> like, wow. Well, then T- Pacey goes back to T- Tamara to, he thinks their relationship's going to keep right. going. Right. Going to start over. You oh, know? right, right. Like, it's a clean slate. He, yeah, clean slate because he, he uh-huh. gave himself up for her, right? Mm-hmm. But then they have to hug hug goodbye because she can't handle a kiss. Yeah. That oh, bitch is not 36 years she's old. She's going to go to Rochester. If that bitch is 36 years old, I'm the best looking 40-year-old. Okay, she's actually 43 at the time of filming. Okay. And I looked up Leanne Hunley. I looked up her past because she was on days of her life from 82 to 86, then stopped to have a career. Then went back to days from 2007 to 2010. Oh, yeah. Then, I don't know what she did. Then, from 2017 to current time, playing Anna DeMara on Days. All right, okay. So, she tried to make it, couldn't. She went back to Days. She got to be like, she goes, she know a good thing when you got it and just stick with it. That's where all the actresses start out and then they all go there to die. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, then we've got... um, Jen says some more stuff about Graham's not accepting her atheism. Man, she works that into every freaking episode, you know? Yeah, yeah. Got all this stuff. All right, are we ready for it? The birth? Graham's is partial to the latter chapters of the Bible. The, is that Revelations in the Apocalypse? Is that what she's talking about? Damn, Graham's. <laughs> Graham's is a hardcore Bible. I don't story. like this Genesis shit. I want the meat of the movements. <laughs> I don't okay. know a lot about the Bible, so I was, I was grabbing at straws there. <laughs> Nor did you want to research it. Yeah, that one I didn't want to care to research. All right, we got to get into this, man. Okay. Bess's pickup truck is stuck in the ruts because they also don't have a driveway. 
Was she in the There must the be a shortage of gravel in this Capeside yeah. town. She, she's stuck at her house, basically, oh, right? And because she could still have mm-hmm. called, but then they didn't pay the phone bill. They don't have a phone. Yeah. Wow. That makes sense. Yeah. How they going to pay these medical bills for this baby? No shit. So then Joey is walking home from school. First of all, she walked from school to the pier in town where she right. had a heart-to-heart with, with Pacey. Pacey. Yeah. Then she walks home. I can't assume that these distances are very far. Right. Like, was she walking for three hours? She's not even winded when she yeah, gets there. Yeah. Like, and then the phone's not working, and guess what? We're going to have to go to the closest phone is Dawson's house. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot about this that doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah. And this is just the beginning. Yeah. So Joey, so then they're like, you know what the closest way to Dawson's house is? Get this pregnant bitch in a canoe. Get her in the rowboat. <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't even fucking have got in a rowboat at nine right, months pregnant, yeah, right? Yeah. But this bitch is rowing. Yeah. That's, that's, oh my God. Joey's rowing. You're not rowing fast enough. They take three minutes to switch sides while she's... No, a pregnant bitch cannot stand up in a rowboat yeah. and switch sides. Yeah. That is that not going to happen. That canoe would have flipped over yes. and she'd have been having a water birth. Rowboats right are not that stable. And then Joey's like, what is all this water? in here she's rowing my wallet just rowing <laughs> and i'm still rowing wow yeah <laughs> props to bessie man yeah she's a badass she's a badass bitch and there's only one hospital and one ambulance they all show up at dawson's god knows how they get her from the rowboat up to dawson's yeah dawson um dawson is calling for the ambulance um the ambulance has to stop at duxbury first because there, there's a pileup. Yeah. And there's evidently only one hospital with a one ambulance mm-hmm. in the town of Cape Side. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what they, they said. said. And there's no adults home that can drive. Right. I was like, if you're going to get borrow Graham's car and drive her, can Graham's drive? Yeah. I've got a phone now. Call Gail and have her call Gail and Mitch. Yeah. Like, why call? An adult to come yes. drive. Grams, I thought Grams could drive. She's a member of the church community. Why can't she go? Where's the church now, Grams? Yeah. Where are they now? Yeah. Call one of your churches. Oh, oh they, they wouldn't come, come over because of them. It's a questionable it's white or black baby. It's Rosemary's baby. So I ain't going to take part in that. <laughs> but still, I don't understand why Dawson can't call Mitch. Where the yeah. fuck is Mitch? I think he's rebuilding his model. He's <laughs> Mitch does not even have a fucking job. Yeah, well, how is he getting And up? then he calls Bodie. Bodie's not at the ice house. He's across town at a French rest, French bistro yeah. doing God knows what, yeah. and he can't get there in yeah. time. And then Bessie, How big is this town? These kids walk and bike everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And Bessie says on the phone, he's yelling at the guy, and she says she's in the wrong tax bracket. Bitch, you're calling from Dawson's house. Yeah. That's the right tax yes. bracket. By they the way, know if Bessie can are. row, Bessie can pedal a bike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'll hold that baby in and pedal right there. I okay. mean, they've all grown up in this town. Bessie grew up in this town. They, yeah. She doesn't have any friends. Yeah, there's. I just. I they're townies. Yeah, they, they're they townies. know some people. Yeah, yeah. they got Dougie. Yeah. Call Dougie. What the fuck? 
Uh, well, they got connections. Yeah. So all and of this why, is why, a big plot to get Grams to deliver this illegitimate. And why baby. wouldn't they send Dawson Double over baby. to ask Jen to ask Grams to come over instead of Joey, Joey going to ask Grams? Because I'm like yeah. Dawson's her boyfriend. You know, right. she doesn't like you. So Joey has know. this big, long-winded, ex- yeah. complicated. I know you hate my family, but I'm asking for your help now for this baby. Yeah. I don't know why she's talking like a television. And then she's, she's like, like, praise Jesus. Because Gramps was a, has been a nurse for 40 years. Yeah. She's the only one in town that will know what to do. Yeah. Even though she can't drive. Okay. Gramps takes charge of the situation. Yeah. Dawson's filming. And Gramps calls Joey Josephine because she doesn't believe a girl should be called by a boy's name. Right. And Gramps tells Bessie to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. And so... And then Joey evidently has some big issue during this whole birth because she's, like, skulking in the corner on the couch again. And then Dawson is filming just Joey at this point. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with Joey? He's got to go find out what's wrong with Joey. They have a heart-to-heart in the backyard. Yeah. And Jen, who Joey hates, is the one... Actively helping her sister deliver the baby. Well, we find out that Joey is upset because Bessie's screams sound just like her mom's screams. Yeah. While during her cancer. Yeah. And stuff when she was having chemo. And it reminds her of her mother because Bessie looks a lot like her mother Mm -hmm. and stuff. So Mm -hmm. she can't handle it. And then Jen is helping Grams. Grams is all like, get cushions, get towels, blah, blah, blah. And then Jen is... Okay, this is another thing that doesn't make sense. Grams is just upholding Bessie's hand, and yeah, Jen yeah. is the is one the, between the legs, man, where the shit's going down, <laughs> helping to catch the baby. Yeah, that is where Grams needs to be. You you could even help get the shoulder out, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Grams is not doing anything yeah. up by her head. Yeah, this is messed up. Okay, okay let, let me say a caveat here because we're about to go into a medical sidebar. And Danny is a medical doctor, so she knows what she's talking about when she says these medical things of what's actually happening. Albeit not one that actually deals one-on-one with patients and live patients in in purpose, but I know enough. She took rotations and everything. I know enough. She's a goddamn doctor. An MD doctor, too, not a PhD. Not a Dr. Phil kind of doctor. Fake fucking doctor. Yes. Not an online PhD. I'm sorry, you're a real doctor, but not in a medical situation. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Dr. Jill Biden is a... Is we, a we must call her Dr. Dr. Jill Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm true. all about that. Yeah. But not a, if she's in the hospital, no. That's flying out the window. Yeah. So, okay. And so we, we've we got Jen saying, Grams, there's a lot of blood, Grams. I'm like, you don't fucking say that in front of a pregnant yeah. lady giving birth. Well, she's, she's the only one seeing it because Grams is up by the head. And what does Jen know? She's yeah. like... Yeah. She has no business being down in the business end of things. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then Graham scolds Jen for alarming her patient and then admits it is a lot of blood. Yeah, yeah. But Graham says it's okay. Then Dawson plays it off. And then Graham smacks the camera away. Yeah, yeah. What's Dawson's down in the business end too? <laughs> Jen's not helping. She needs something for the pain, Graham's. Uh, no, Jen, she does Give her a sedative. I've got one upstairs in my bedroom. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, you can't give a pregnant lady a sedative. The baby's still in there. Yeah. It's like, Jesus, Jen, you're not a doctor. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a doctor, man. <laughs> Jennifer, you're not, not a doctor. doctor. 
Damn it, Jim. I'm only, I'm not a doctor. What is that <laughs> yeah. from Star Trek? Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, dub that in later. Yeah. <laughs> and then, okay, okay, here we go. Grams is a nurse of 40 years. The shit's going down. There's too much blood. They're screaming. Grams starts her praying. Oh, yeah. Jen poo-poos it. She needs a sedative, not a prayer. Yeah, yeah. And then the prayers have the desired effect and calm everyone down. I think this is the first time that Jen sees what church or God can do for people, right? like, as a belief system, you know? Like, she's like, oh, I don't believe in this magic man in the sky or whatever, but I do see how putting your faith in something lets you release that tension. Yes. You it know. can be helpful. Mm-hmm. It's helpful to people. Mm-hmm. It's a comfort to them. It's, yeah. And that's good for people. Yeah. So, so I, I think, think she's like, oh, this is what those churchy people right. are talking Oh, I can see why people would need this. Yeah. And then at the end, Joey finally comes in, holds Bessie's hand, gives her the strength to give that last push and push out what looks to be like a two-month-old baby covered in <laughs> That was a big-ass Okay, baby. so here's some medical questions. Where is that blood coming from, and why does it stop after the baby's born? I feel like if she was bleeding... I mean, it's probably all like there's placenta in there that's bloody. There's a lot of amniotic fluid. And it, when blood is mixed with fluid, it can look like a okay. lot, right? Okay. Well, Graham says, I don't think there's a cervical laceration. Because okay. that's where you would get bleeding if there was like a uterine rupture. Okay. Or also the placenta can like... If their placenta grows into the wall or is in, you know, when it, if it doesn't come out, right. if you get part of a placenta out, uh-huh. a placenta just pumps blood to the baby, right? It's yeah, connected yeah, to yeah. the mom's blood. Yeah. So if you get part of it out, you can have bleeding that won't stop. Oh, okay. And so I don't know how Graham's, a cervical laceration would be very rare, right? Right, right. But you could have that, um... But I don't know how Grams doesn't know there's not a cervical laceration. I haven't seen Grams look down there once. Right, right, yeah. But the yeah. worst, most common thing would be like the placenta issue. Okay, right? If it okay. tears off or come, doesn't all come and out. And correct me if I'm wrong, but even after you, after you have a baby, you should probably go to the hospital then and get it yeah. checked out. And maybe... Well, you have to deliver the placenta afterwards and make sure it's all they out. Never show, they never went to the hospital. They're just like back at Joey's house at the end. Holding the baby. Well, we have to assume that eventually she went to the hospital and got stitched up. And and I also assume that it took, this pregnancy took about an hour because the episode was an hour long and she was having it. Oh, her first pregnancy? She would have been in labor for hours and hours. That's right. So the ambulance would have shown up by then. Yes, and Bodhi would have, I mean, yeah, this was entirely too fast for the first pregnancy. Okay, okay. Okay, so that was total bullshit, that episode, right? So um, the next, I think we're done. Yep. Put a pin in that one? Yep, put a pin in it. The next episode is one of my favorites of the season. Because (laughs) we don't cut two back and forth multiple scenes. Yeah. We're in one kind of scene the whole episode, and it's the Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't love the Breakfast Club? So this is scene... Uh, episode 7 called Detention writ- directed by Alan Arkush and written by Kevin Williamson and Mike White. Kevin Williamson doing all these episodes nice. for the season. Oh my god I had that E.T. doll that yeah, Dawson she has did. on his bed because me and Dawson love E.T. <laughs> they open up with movie night again some kind of drag racing yeah. movie. 
I don't know what it looks to be from the 70s. God, I tried to figure it out. It could have been one with Nick Nolte. That one was the closest one that I got. Like, But we do know it's um, these two guys drag race and the girl's going to pick the winner. Yeah. And that really infuriates Dawson because he's threatened by his non-masculinity. Yeah, yeah. And the, that a girl would actually choose a guy on his physique yeah. and masculinity. And Joey's like, yeah, no kidding. The guys always pick the girl with the bigger boobs, the bony arms, and pouty lips. Which is what Dawson did. Which is what Dawson did. But which also, sans the blonde hair, Joey just described herself. She's got bony arms, big boobs, and pouty lips. I'm like, yeah, you fit that MO. But bitch. she doesn't wear slutty clothes yeah. and makeup. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then she's saying how Pacey has bigger biceps. Well, maybe also, Joey has been thinking about Pacey. Yeah, I also want to say girls can't have guy friends like this because the way they're very flirty with one another. You know, like I have never acted like I've had a. I got a lot of guy best friends, and I've never acted like this. I've never wrestled him for the remote on the bed. Dawson's not going to do that with Pacey. And if my boyfriend were wrestling his quote-unquote best friend in their bedroom alone for the remote control, make me very uncomfortable. I think that's entirely inappropriate. Right. And I also cannot believe that Dawson has never thought of Joey in that way because this is backwards. Yeah. Joey would not, the girl would not be trying to get the guy. Uh, yeah. If the girl was in the guy's face all the mm-hmm. time, Dawson would be after Joey. You know? Yeah. This is it's just like totally ridiculous to yeah. think that Dawson hasn't thought about Joey yeah. like that. And Joey and thought about him. If he has every guy friend has thought about a girlfriend like that. You oh know? yeah. I didn't say oh, the guys didn't try to wrestle me for the remote. I'm saying I didn't. But like they've all yeah. thought about it. And, and I don't if think he doesn't would think about it. If he doesn't, then he's just leading her on here, like doing that flirty type of behavior. And you know, I don't know. Inappropriate. I don't know. Would you like it if your husband had a really good girlfriend? And they were just wrestling around on the bed like, oh, hi, honey. Exactly. Right? On the bed watching movies while you're sitting in the chair. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah. I do think, like, Joey's right. It's like, it's time to watch TV downstairs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, yeah, I, I this is starting to set biceps up. Because I think, I think Joey does find yes. Casey to be the more attractive of the two. He's the more manly, right? Yeah, yeah. And this also starts to set up the whole Dawson versus Pacey that, that right. carries through this whole episode. And here's the thing. Why in this show is there no other base between kissing and sex? He's like, I'm ready to have sex. I'm like, have you touched your boobies? Like, have you done any of the other things? You know? Maybe Mitch needs to give him some more lessons. It's like, first base and hoe. You're talking about a son of Mitch. Yeah. For Mitch, it goes right from chapstick to condom. To home, yeah, yeah. Home base is it, you know. I'm like, there's a lot of in-between. You have, you've been dating for a week and you want to have sex, you know. I'm like, there's a lot of other things you can be doing. I don't know. Then Joey does this presentation on concubines. Oh, yeah. I'm like, is this teacher somebody? Because they keep filming him for a long time. But he's he, he's been in a lot of stuff. His name is... Um, Mike Panuski. But I feel like they kept giving him a lot of close-ups. But he's been in a lot of shows after that, So, but I didn't recognize him. So anyway, do- yeah, Jen's doing this weird book report on 
emperors in Japan and like really focusing on the concubines, yeah. which is just a ploy for these boys to like be yeah. making jokes. And at the her. teacher doesn't, doesn't put a stop to it all. They just it's continue. really weird. Yeah. And then that gives her an excuse to like punch him out in the yeah. in the cafeteria later. Yeah. Everybody has an excuse to yeah. get detention in this. Episode. That's what I said. I'm like, I'm gonna forgive the convenience yes. of having all of them there and just for the nostalgia. Yeah. And then Jen's talking about euthanasia in her class, and yeah. like everybody in this town is a Bible thumper. Yeah. Like, Except oh, yeah. for her, and, and um, it hits close to home because Gramps like probably yeah, needs some euthanasia yeah. himself. She's again confronted with this notion of God, but there's no place for that in the classroom. Why is the guy's oh, the teacher yeah, saying like it's God's choice? God chose However, to give that person cancer and kill them. They shouldn't have to. Right, and so suffer it hits it. close to home, and she ends up saying "bitch," and so she yeah. gets detention too. And then. Um, Dawson and Pacey are being are playing the basketball game. Pacey's like, make me look good in front of the cheerleaders. Pacey, Pacey is a hater for for outing that Oompa Loompa thing to Jen. Oh, yeah. They, Jen and Pacey were having an inside joke and giggling, which mm-hmm. was, like, a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. But it's also Dawson with throwing that basketball at him. He, he has no sympathy for the fact that Pacey just lost his first love. And, you know, like, he just broke up with his girlfriend. And he's Pacey very, brushed it off pretty easily. Well, this is probably how he's internalizing it. You know, now he wants to feel manly and show up for the girls because he's like, man, this woman just left me and stuff like that. But, again... It's all about Dawson. He doesn't recognize that any of his other friends could be in pain or that they have personal lives of their yes. own that they could be going through. He's a through selfish bastard. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Nobody asked Pacey, like, hey, are you okay since Tamara yes. left? You know, oh, you talked about how much you really liked this girl and everything. Right. As soon as we found out. Dawson has feelings, but Pacey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's, like, calling Pacey a screw-up and all this. Oh, yeah, then Jen mentions to Dawson that she, let's do something crazy, like river rafting or jumping out of an airplane naked. I'm like, I'm pretty sure your parents would have to sign the waiver for that, right? <laughs> you guys are 15, right? I know. I've never signed up for the naked skydiving course before. Maybe they offer that in the class for seniors. <laughs> That's an elective course at this school. So then they bought Pacey and Dawson are playing basketball in gym. And they're trash talking, and then um, Pacey calls him Oompa Dawson must have been a fat kid because yeah. he really hates the name Oompa Loompa. Yeah. And he throws that basketball and hits Pacey right in the nose with it. Yeah. And the cheerleaders are all fawning all over him and stuff. When and Jen sees his broken nose, the first thing she does is touch it. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Oh my god, your nose, Poke! Maybe get some ice. I never yeah. seen anybody put ice on it. Although yeah. it sounds like Pacey needs ice for a different yeah. part of his body later. Yeah. But. So then Dawson gets detention, and so then they show up Saturday. Instead of skydiving naked, they're all in detention. Yeah. Wah, wah. Which is, by the way, what a punishment, because that's essentially what they would have been doing on a Saturday anyway. How is this different from a normal Saturday? I know! It's all four of them hanging out. I'd say the next time one of you get detention, the other three should too, and then you can all have fun together again. Okay, this is what I wanted to ask before we start the whole Breakfast Club scenario. Oh, by the way, when Joey punches out those dudes in the capture, she is... She towers over See, them. Yeah, she is cute. That's she is, tall. She nails that dude with a seamless right hook. Like, but I, oh my <laughs> god, she's good. Yeah, but I just she's tall. She is tall. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so 
We got the princess, which is Joey, Molly Ringwald. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you didn't even say how it entered into detention Abby Morgan, oh, yeah. bad girl extraordinaire. Oh, I yeah. love Abby I Morgan. I do, too. You love to hate her, and I just love to hate her. And I, she, yeah, she's, she's perfect in this episode. Yeah. She's a great foil, too, for calling yeah. all them out. Yeah, yeah. She, she, got, she played the perfect role. Um, okay, so we have Princess, which is Joey, Molly Ringwald. The Criminal, which is Pacey and Joe Nelson. Uh -huh. And um, the Basket Case, which is Abby and Ali Sheedy. Okay. So then I have the Brain, Anthony Michael Hall. Was that Dawson or Jen? And then the Athlete, which was Emilio Estevez. Pacey's the Athlete, right? You thought Pacey was the Athlete? Oh. I thought, I thought he was, was the criminal. criminal. It's kind of like the jock type person. Maybe Jen is like the, the jock type yeah, person. Yeah, I, I was torn between the brain and the athlete, which one was Dawson and which one was Jen. Mm. I think Dawson's got to be the brain guy. Was that yeah. Anthony Michael Hall, the main character? I think so. Okay. And yeah. Molly Ringwald. You don't think Jen's Molly Ringwald? No. The pretty girl? No, I think Joey's the princess. Like, I don't know. Okay, who did you have? Who did you I have? didn't. You didn't? Because okay. I was like, it doesn't work out. Oh, really? Okay. I, I felt like it didn't work that match up one more. Okay, I, I tried, tried to make it match. So. Yeah, because okay. these two are, these guys are all friends, too. And those Molly Ringwald was the uppity smart one. And, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But she's kind of got some, I feel like she was also like the, the, rich the pretty popular girl. Yeah, that's And true. Joey's not the popular yeah, girl at yeah. all. Yeah. yeah. They're kind Joey's of like the mixtures. Yeah, that's true. Is Abby the criminal? Abby's Abby Sheedy all day long. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the only one I was sure. That's the one that started me on yes. this kick. I was like, oh, okay. Um, but we need Abby there because she calls out all their weird sexual tension. Yeah. And, I mean, she can spot it a mile away mm -hmm. that Joey's in love with Dawson. Yeah, yeah. And so she usually she like pits them against each other and uses mm -hmm. their um, exploits these. Uh, and she wants everybody to think. That she was on ecstasy and had a gangbang in the boys' locker room, and that's why she, she's... And all she got was detention? Yeah, and none of the guys got detention, and somebody yeah. walked in on Well, that sounds about right. Yeah, that, might, that tracks. <laughs> so, okay, this episode... Weird, weird brag, Abby, weird brag. <laughs> exactly. God forbid that they know she has tardies. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this episode is an homage to The Breakfast Club, a 1985 John Hughes film, and Dawson does make reference to mm -hmm. it, so it's tongue-in-cheek. Tongue mm -hmm. And then they go, whatever happened to all those actors? They're all washed up. <laughs> like, you guys are going to be not really. Not they all really, have fantastic yeah. careers, yeah. except for maybe Vanderbeek. Yeah, or Vanderbeek. We love Vanderbeek, though. Okay, and um, then Pacey goes, yeah, Emilio Estevez is <laughs> in all those duck movies. Bop, bop, bop. And they all just look at him. <laughs> Long pause on Pacey who mugs for the camera. I can almost hear the hi-hat. But I'm... <laughs> okay, then I, have, I had to look it up. They have Joshua Jackson was in Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Ducks he was two. One, two, and three. And he was 12 when he started in Mighty Ducks. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. So he must have done it like them right wow, now. Wow, that's Dawson's not that Creek. far after Dawson's yeah. Creek. Crazy. Before. I mean, Dawson's, Dawson's Creek wasn't that yeah, far after uh -huh. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Plus, they have all-day detention, but with no supervision, no lunchtime, yeah, no recess. Awesome like, maybe not recess, but, you know, like, no break time. Yeah, I'm like, you can't do that. might just be having sex in the library all day. You can't do that to a, a worker in a job, you know, like, 
gone. And they can't. You can be locked in a room for eight hours straight, but if you have a job, you they're not even break locked. They just go minutes. out and yeah. like run around the school and have fun all day. Yeah, yeah. Abby Morgan shows up just to stir the pot and knows how to push everyone's buttons. She's very witty. Yeah, yeah. And then we don't know why Pacey's there, right? Right. We find out that they everyone else mostly tells their story why they got detention. Abby lies. Um, Joey. Joey is really catty towards Jen the whole yeah. fucking time. It's yeah. like, dude, she's got it out for Jen. Yeah. It's like really as worse, bad as I've ever seen it. Yeah, right? yeah. The librarian's just going to leave him there for, by the by, for eight hours. By the way, her name is Mrs. Tringle. Oh. Because I thought that was weird because Kevin Williamson wrote a movie called Teaching Mrs. Tingle oh. starring... Katie Holmes. Really? So I'm like, maybe this is how we got that idea for it. And another thing, Mrs. Tringle is watching Days of Our Lives all day. I love that too. Maybe she saw where Miss Jacobs went. That's what I I thought too. I was like, be careful what clip you show because Miss Jacobs might be on there. I thought that same thing. I was like, Miss Jacobs doing? Now we know where Miss Jacobs went. It wasn't Rochester. It was Salem. So then an Abby stirring this pot wants to play truth or dare. Yes. Shout out to everybody wearing straight leg jeans again. It was amazing. All three girls, straight leg jeans. Wait a minute. First of all, they wear, they go to the bathroom to make a bathroom excuse to get out of the library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see the bathroom scene? It's super awkward. They film them in the bathroom. Yeah. And it looks like Dawson might be checking out Pacey's. Yeah. Because then he smiles, and I'm like, does that mean Pacey's got a small dick? Or yeah. What? It's like Dawson. It's like yeah. he looks over there like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, yeah, he's, he's got, got bigger biceps, but I got a bigger dick. Yeah. I'm like, uh, is that what that was supposed to be? I, yeah, because this is the episode where she commented on Pacey's biceps. Yeah. And so, so she just made that comment. Yeah. And then I was like, that's gross. That's gross, dude. And yeah. so, and so then, yeah, they then they get back to the um, library and they're playing truth or dare. Okay, yeah. Because, because they, they have to. Because Abby suggested it. Abby's got a, got a lot of good witty, witty banter with Pacey, so maybe the two of them. Yeah, should go yeah. She said she can pick up on the foursome's weird sexual tension. Yeah. Oh, and then Pacey, she yeah. she dares Pacey to kiss Jen. I don't see why it's a big deal. They already kissed for this fucking movie. Oh, yeah. you know, I'm like, yeah, he planted a bigger one on her for the movie. So what's what? Well, he's got more action from Jen than Dawson. Yeah, has. seriously. So <laughs> they have like a long kiss and Joey's all too eager to see them kiss. She kind of likes yeah, it. Yeah, right? yeah. And then Jen is left a little bit taken aback. Yeah, yeah. She's like, damn, Pacey. <laughs> and then they dare uh, Ab. Or well, they Pacey dare- asks Joey who she's in love with. Yeah. And then she's like, no, I'm taking a dare. So then he dares Joey and Dawson. Why wouldn't she just say nobody onto the... Okay, my turn. Right, how come you can't... These kids cannot tell a lie. I know. Because when they ask Jen if she lusts after Dawson... She straight up lies. Well, she gets like, oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. flustered. I'm like, just lie, bitch. Yeah. This is one place where you gotta lie. <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with you people? Like, yes, yeah. It's like, uh, it's uh, like, we, oh, and we have to say, we have to do it. Like, how can you not think Dawson's sexy in those oversized tent like clothes that know. he's wearing all the time? <laughs> we, we just have, have to do whatever Abby says. I mean, she dared us to do it. We have yes. to do it. So then, um, Pacey dares Dawson to kiss. 
Oh yeah, yeah and they have a really romantic yeah. kiss. Cut to hand on FaceTime. Oh, so why would Jen yeah. put her hands on his face? Or Joey put her hands on Joey put her yeah. hands. Yeah. And then Jen's like, um, time's up, guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we were talking about the kiss between Joey and Dawson that was super sizzling hot. And then the truth comes out because Jen t- gets kind of pissed off at Joey. And she's like, you're just dwelling on me and Dawson's relationship, if you weren't, you would have a boyfriend of your own and get your own life, you know? Right, 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 yeah, yeah. You need to move on yeah. and stop. And it took Abby all of about five minutes to pick up Figure on that, that sexual out. attention, yeah. you know? And she just calls him right out on the spot. And like, then Dawson's like... And they all like to lighten the mood and be like jailbreak. Well, they all act so Jen acts so super shocked when like Joey kisses Dawson, and then Abby's like, "Ooh, I could feel the sexual tension," and Jen's like, "What? I had no idea Joey had feelings for Dawson. Like completely again, completely oblivious to their own insights, personal insights, but so outwardly, you know, in tune with everything going on around their environment." Can I just say, is it weird that they were playing copy my butt? Yeah. Whose butt is it? Bare butts on the copy machine. Let me tell you, when a woman sits down, you're not just getting a butt copy, man. I was like, uh, how are we even going to know what the right Yeah. Is? This is a weird game. Like, yeah. And let's just comment. Let's, they, let's cut the sexual tension with copying all of our butts. Did they wipe the Xerox down or was uh, it just butt on butt action? <laughs> Thank God they have a rematch of the basketball game. And then Dawson and Pacey are playing basketball. These guys really suck at basketball. Yeah, they do. And Abby's trash-talking them. Can Pacey just throw Dawson a fucking bone, though, since he's trying to bang this girl, and he's just like, no, I'm better at basketball, and I'm going to prove it. Don Juan you know? Pacey has to take his yeah. shirt off. Oh, yeah. Can I just... Shirts and skins. By the way, these kids... Actually, look like high school kids with their physique, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not like some jacked up on steroids, yes. buff twenty five year old dude. Their bodies look like high school bodies. Yes. Like that's what you look like. Yes, nowadays it's so refreshing. High schoolers in TV shows are jacked to the hilt, man. I ain't never seen anything like it. The basketball game devolves into a wrestling match on the floor. Dawson gets off a last shot that's probably not legal, and then he says he wins the game. Yeah. Jen and Joey, during the whole game, are, like, fighting like cats and dogs. We can see Joey's in love with Dawson, and and now Jen knows it's true. But then Joey is so mad that Jen's understanding. She's like, I can't even hate you. You're so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Abby's like, get back to the library. So they have a fun... Fun run montage. Run back to the. I feel mon- like that was back in, to the. That was library. in Breakfast Club, yeah. Yeah, I wish I had seen Breakfast Club more recently. I bet they like copied. I wish at stuff. the end Dawson would have like been walking across the football field and done that jump. You oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the <laughs> Mrs. Tringle catches them. Catches them, yeah. and their punishment is to sort so- one. Stack of cards. <laughs> like, she dumps them on the ground. Like, oh, I'm like, that's like, what, a thousand cards for five people? Yeah. That's 200 and, cards a piece. And it's not even that hard because it's all, like, the G's. Well, it's the G card deck. Yeah. You know? And she's, like, alphabetizing them. I'm like, fuck the Dewey Decimal System, yeah. man. <laughs> We're alphabetizing this shit. <laughs> and then when she checks to make sure it's done right, she, like, fingers through them. Like, yep, it's right. I'm like, oh, yeah. 
Thousands of cards. Then we find out that Pacey popped a boner in gym class and took care of it in the bathroom. Yeah. And Coach walked in. Which is worse, Jen? Or Jen's dad walking in on her in the bedroom, or Pacey's coach? How did the coach in walk in? Was he jacking it at the urinal, or was he in a stall? I'm guessing he was sitting on the locker room benches, like. Oh. That's weird. So. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah, because I would Abby picture just going into a bathroom. the most embarrassing story she's yeah. ever heard. Then we find out she just got excessive tardies. Yeah, yeah. Lame. How many tardies do you have to get for Saturday detention? Though? Yeah. Because to me, everybody is tardy because um, it's the old caveat in school things where the bell rings and then they go to class. Right. I hate that in right. school. Th- I know. Oh, I know. You need it because that signifies. But I'm like. Everyone's in the hallway. You don't have to be seated by the time the bell rings. Like The end of this episode is painful. Yeah. Dawson is saying how Jen, yeah, of course he thinks about having sex with Jen all the time, a million times a day. And then the look on Joey's face is heartbreaking. Yeah, that was very good acting on her part. I was like, And then Joey's cry face trying to tell Dawson that she has feelings for him. And she's like, if I tell you, it'll change everything and I can never take it back. And everybody knows what she's talking yes. about, except, except Dawson. Dawson. And he's just staring there blankly at her like, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I'm, I'm like, like, does he really not get it? Or is he that egotistical that he wants to hear her say it? Yeah, I don't know. Because everybody else knows yeah. it. I'm like, does she, she essentially, not know it? She essentially tells Dawson she's in love with him by the end of that episode. I mean, yes. but And then he's clueless. If the next episode starts and he's absolutely he, clueless he about it. He's clueless I'm, like... Ugh. It's just, like, unbelievable. And then it's time for them to go home, changed people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, also, I was just going to tell you that I found out, too, that Joey said her first kiss with... Was it with on screen was oh. actually her first kiss, oh. and it was with that guy Andrew from like you a couple real episodes life. ago. Yeah, her Katie first Holmes. real life. Katie Holmes. Yes, real life Katie kiss. Holmes, oh, not okay. Joey. Katie Holmes's first kiss was her re- on screen. Wow, real, real first kiss. boy with Sailor Boy Andrew. But Anderson. she said His name's Anderson, man. You I call him Andrew, Andrew every time. Fuck Andrew. <laughs> so then she says that we find out that in real life Katie Holmes dated Joshua Jackson the first season because okay. she's in some Rolling Stones interview in yep. nineteen ninety eight. Because and she had already had her first love, mm-hmm. and we figure out it's like Joshua mm-hmm. Jackson. So somewhere between what was that like episode four and yeah. the end of the season, her and Pacey get together. So I'm keeping an eye out for the sexual tension between yeah. those two. On, yeah, on on the set, and then I think we get to close with a Team Dossie versus Team Pacey on okay. this one. Here I'm, I'm Team Pacey, man. I feel like uh, he just got his. Dumped by his girlfriend, and nobody has any sympathy or even brings it up. I know it was a non sequitur romance, but it's still, he's young. He thought he was in love, you know, and... He's been the savior of this, yeah. of Tamara. Yeah. He's always been the savior of the of the girls. Yep. And it's like, he might act like a jerk, but he down... He puts his money where his mouth is, you Yeah, know? yeah. And then Dawson is just like... He has these, I mean, hiccups in life that are seem really bad to a teenager, but are not that bad. Like Jen's not a virgin, right? He he shuts down. Yeah. Joey yeah. didn't tell him about his mom. He shuts down and writes those people off. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. it. 
And then it takes him a long time to, like, get over it and, like, try to apologize. And by the way, he shuts down and cuts these people off, but he doesn't have any other friends. So who are you going to be friends with now? Like, you've got these three people that you're friends with. And I've never seen him take care of another person. Yeah. And I've seen all of them take care of him. Yes. You're 100% right I think he's a totally selfish dude. I'm Team Pacey right now. Yeah. Yeah. 100% Team Pacey. Yeah. All right, that's right, it. That's Thank it. you. It's a wrap. All right, thanks for tuning in. See you next week on Team Drama for Your Mama, Dawson's Creek. Team Drama for, for a Mama. For a Mama. Because when you say your mama, I feel like oh, yeah. I'm like 70 years old. Okay. Team Drama for a Mama. I, I'd rather be a peer that's a mom <laughs> than instead of like your mother. Okay. All right, that's the end of this week's episode. Tune in next week for a discussion of episodes 8 through 11.